Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday. If you haven't already, I'm here to make sure that you get off to a great start of this week. If you're new to our podcast and our community, make sure you give this show a follow so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And I've mentioned this already in earlier episodes, but we have opened up our brand new Mindex store. In this store, you can buy courses, programs, everything to be able to improve your mindset and your performance as a writer. And this store is going to be available to you at all times. So whenever you're ready to take that next step to really start improving your mindset, it's there for you. You can find it at mindek.eu slash store. That's M-I-N-D-E-Q dot E-U slash store. The link to that is as always also available in the show notes. So last night I went to a dressage lesson with my four-year-old Echo. That, by the way, is my new event horse, and that's pretty exciting. I think that I do have an event horse again. And Echo is quite hot. And as most young horses, he also has the tendency to fall to the inside. You know, when you're making a circle and they just like fall to the middle. So the second I put my leg on him, seeing he's that hot, he tends to start running instead. So rather than actually going out back on the circle again, he just starts running. So sometimes he will be even running, racing and falling to the inside. So this is the moment when I start pulling and I take on this seat where I sort of brace my legs forward and I try to compensate him falling to the inside with sort of pulling my hand over the mane and you know all those kind of just uh, ways of trying to solve problems but it doesn't really work out and uh, my trainer told me rather than solving the problems when they occur you can better be proactive and make sure that the problems don't occur in the first place and this really got me thinking and I realized that this is something that doesn't only happen in my writing because I, I always say this like the way we do one thing is the way we do everything which is such an interesting thing because when you start to really reflect on your writing and the things that you do and the other aspects of your life you realize that it all hangs together so I realized that this also happens when I'm running bigger business projects and I tend to sort of let chaos happen and then I solve it and to be honest if I were to say it myself I'm pretty good at this I'm a brilliant crisis manager I'm great in solving problems or challenges. I see every challenge as an opportunity and I just dive in and I know I'm going to find a solution. And as a matter of fact, I always do. It always works out. Now, this thing that my trainer told me, though, it got me wondering if maybe there is something to this feedback, both in my writing, both in those other aspects of my life. And I started reflecting over how I could become more proactive in everything in my life. Now, when I want to change something in my life, my first go-to is always to create an affirmation. So for those of you who don't know what an affirmation is, this is sort of a statement in which you define how you want to feel, how you want to act, how you want to show up in this world. So the affirmation that I came up with was this, I am creating circumstances without problems rather than solving problems. 
However, when I wrote this down, this did not quite resonate with me. Because surely being good in solving problems is also a good thing. And in this affirmation, I'm basically saying you should create those circumstances without problems rather than solving them. But like, I believe that my ability in taking action and solving problems when they occur has been a big part of my success. It's something about, you know, take action, don't overthinking, just go for it. Because the only way to get to results is actually to take action. So I realized this is not actually black and white. There's like, there's two sides to this coin being one of them, this create good circumstances rather than solving bad ones. Absolutely. We should absolutely do that when we can. However, sometimes it's also really important to don't waste energy on problems that haven't yet arose and probably never will. Because there is this saying that, you know, only cross the bridge when you get there. And why is that so important? Because 90% of the things that we worry about actually never happens. And when we get stuck in that planning, overthinking, trying to foresee which problems that could possibly occur to be ahead of them, it's really easy to also get stuck, which means that we're never going to (laughs) go out there and achieve anything. I I 100% believe in this saying that my previous coach always used to say. He said, ready, fire, aim. Not aim, ready, fire, as maybe would be the more like the first way you would think about it. Like if you were to, to shoot a rifle, you'd be like, you first aim, then you're ready, and then you fire. But really, that is the overthinking way of doing it. And it's better to do it in this way that, that Rob says, like ready, fire, aim, meaning you're ready now. Because if you got to wait until you feel ready, you're never going to become ready. There's only one way to become ready, and that is to start. So you first are ready. You're just deciding that you are ready. And then you fire. You take action. And then based on that action that you took, based on the lessons that you got from that action, you aim or re-aim. And then you start focusing on making a plan and all this kind of stuff. If you spend your life planning, you'll never get to action and you'll never get any results. Does this mean that you will make mistakes and run into problems? Absolutely. And here's when we get to that last point, aim. Once you've made that mistake and you ran into that problem, you bring out your creativity and you find a way to solve it. You learn a lesson and you use this lesson going forward. You change something. You aim using the knowledge that you have gained, which, trust me, is a much better way of aiming than if you were to try to attempt at doing that in the beginning and and trying to aim without having any knowledge at all whatsoever what you should be aiming for, what you should be doing. So remember that saying, ready, fire, aim. Ready, you decide that you're ready now. Fire, you take action and aim. You use the lesson that you learn from your mistake or problem and you make a plan. Now, as I mentioned, there's obviously two sides to this coin. You need to be good at creating good circumstances rather than solving bad ones. Right. But also, we shouldn't waste energy on problems that haven't yet arose and probably never will. Remember that saying, again, 90% of the things that we worry about actually never happens. So should we then be proactive or should we solve the problems when they occur? The answer that I got to is both. And after some thinking, I found just a way to do so. I've sort of found this golden combination in which we combine those two sides of the cone and we use them both to become as successful as possible. So here's how. 
it's about being proactive. And guys, listen to it now because this is sort of the key. This is a really, really long intro, but this is the key point that I got to it, which is the really important thing that I want you all to remember. So pay attention now. It's about being proactive about the things that you know will occur. And I'm putting the emphasis on know here, what you know and have learned based on previous experiences. There is this, this Dutch saying that a donkey never hits himself twice on the same stone. Meaning that it would be very stupid to make the same mistake twice. So being proactive to me means applying the lessons learned from previous mistakes. If you know that there's a stone lying just outside of your front door, don't step on it twice. Step on it once and next time step 10 centimeters to the right so that you don't step on it. What it does not mean is sitting around for hours before you walk out the door trying to figure out where all the stones in your entire garden are likely to be lying. That to me is not being proactive. That to me is simply a waste of time. The only way to find out where those stones are lying is to get ready, walk out the door, step on a couple of stones, throw them away or find a pot around the stones. So to conclude here, I absolutely believe it's important to be proactive, but that does not mean sitting around to plan and trying to predict what might happen in the future. I think I'm safe to say that most of us don't have a glass ball, which is why it's just a waste of time of sitting there and trying to predict what's going to happen. So when I'm saying I want to become more proactive, because I, I'm going to be very open and honest here, I do believe that I need to become more proactive. But what I really mean when I'm saying that I want to become more proactive is that I want to get better at learning from my mistakes and applying the lessons. Those experiences that I have, those problems that I solve, those situations that I run into, those circumstances, I want to get better at sit down and reflecting, extracting the lessons and applying the lessons. So to go back to this example with my dressage trainer and Echo, I understand now what that guy meant. I, when he first said it, you got to be more proactive. I thought that he meant that I need to understand what's going to happen next and I need to foresee it and I need to, to have a plan before the problem even occur. I need to have, have not created that problem. I need to have known that that should have happened. But, but, but what he really meant was, Jocelyn, you've had this happening now five times. Like you've written this circle five times and every time you get to that point, the horse takes off or the horse falls to the inside. I should have known that, right? I had had this happening five times. He did not mean that I had to know that before I know, knew it. He did not mean that I had to have that glass ball and, and, and sit down and foresee and try to figure out what problems that might occur in the future and find a solution for them before they occurred. But what he meant was, look, that has happened now five times. You know that now. You know that he's going to do that. And he's completely right. So rather than making that mistake over and over and over again, sit down, make a plan, ask that trainer, look, okay, I understand. That is not what I should do. But what should I do instead then? How can I get ahead of this problem? Because I know it's going to occur. It's already occurred five times. How can I get ahead of this? How can I be proactive? And that's what he meant. So rather than allowing myself to run into this problem and try to solve it when it happens, 
I'm going to use my sit more intentionally. I'm going to be focused on using my core, getting really deep into the saddle and relax my arms and shoulders. I'm going to support with my outside rein. And guys, I'm reading this off the script because I've literally sat down. I really thought about it. I wrote it down. So I'm going to support with my outside rein and open my inside rein. I'm going to make a half halt before each turn. And then I'm going to use my inside leg to round the horse throughout the turn. Because based on previous experiences, I know when I do so, I have the biggest chance as creating the circumstances of Echo not taking off and falling to the inside, meaning I get ahead of my problem. Now, my question to you is, based on your previous experiences, mistakes that you've made or problems that you ran into, what can you learn from them? What can you do differently going forward to create a good circumstance? How can you be proactive? Then last but not least, I want to finish off with a sentence I got sent from my dear friend Lorna. <laughs> Every time I run into sort of a something that's contradictory, when I, when I see two sides of this coin and I can't quite understand how this is supposed to, you know, what's the right or the wrong thing? Usually there is not a right and wrong. Usually they sort of combine nicely together if you just think about this. But usually what I do, I send a couple of voice notes because that's how my brain works. It sort of processes, my thinking process gets going when I when I talk. So I sent a couple of voice notes uh, rambling on to Lorna, my dear friend, who always is kind enough to listen to my voice notes. And I explained this, this whole situation to her. And what she did, and as she usually does, she went into Google this. And she found this sentence that she sent over to me, which I thought was also really, really valuable. And there I want to share that with you guys as well, that the ability to solve a problem is far more important than the ability to prevent it. So yes, we should be proactive, we should sit down and we should reflect on all those kind of stuff. But remember that the ability to solve a problem is far more important than the ability to prevent it. So if you're like doubting what you should be doing, if you should spend all that time planning and trying to figure things out and reflect, no, the most important thing is always just take action and go out there and problems occur and that you practice your ability to solve the problems when they occur. Practice your ability to be resourceful. So from everyone jumping up and down right now, eager to take action, I've got just the thing for you. Go to mindic.eu slash store, pick a course and a program and start improving your mindset and performance today. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you give this podcast a rating and a review. All you need to do is go to show. You scroll all the way down to the bottom. You click on the start. Tick in a comment. Please tell us a sentence or two telling us what you think about this podcast. Also, please go ahead and tell your friends about this podcast. Do you have a friend that is constantly overthinking, sitting down, planning, trying to foresee everything that's going to happen, trying to solve every problem that could possibly occur in the future? Guys, I know you all have a friend like this. I have plenty of friends like this. Please share this episode with them. Please help them step into that action mode and how we can be proactive without actually getting stuck in that overthinking stage. Please also go ahead and share this on your social media and make sure you tag me in it so that I can also reshare to my story. And as always, I'm going to finish this episode off with challenging you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing. See you on the next episode.